Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another week of the Batch Report, where we are recapping Bachelor in Paradise Canada, Episode 9. I lied to you, what was that, two weeks ago when I said, oh, next week we're doing two episodes, and then it was a lie because we had no episodes last week and then two episodes this week. So, you know. Break time. It is what it is. But you get this podcast today, and then tomorrow you get the finale. Yeah. So it's a big deal. We're debating which season to do next. So if you have, like, a preference, I know we were doing Bachelor in Paradise Canada because it was, like, a suggestion. So if you have a suggestion on, like, a season. Yeah, I know the American Bachelor that's going on right now, but. Yeah, The Bachelor. I tried to watch it because I know someone on it. And I was like, oh, maybe it won't be so bad. The editing and stuff is so hard to watch. Yeah, I think we've been kind of spoiled because the Canada editing is so nice. But even Australia and New Zealand have been, like, really refreshing to watch as well. They can be. So, you know, we'll see. I know that New Zealand had a bachelorette we haven't done yet. Um, I know the UK a couple of years ago, a year ago, had, like, a bachelor that we haven't done yet. So I also know South Africa has done some stuff. Yeah, and... we'll have to take a look and we'll let you know in or the upcoming week. if you want, if you've been, like, dying for us to do a specific season. Yeah. We're down for it. Okay, so kicking this off, the girls have the roses this week. So, you know, it starts off with Josh talking about how he thinks Maria is his best chance, but Karn is also going for Maria. Yeah. So it's like that back and forth, like, who's going to get the rose? And Connor and Lisa try to strengthen their connection. Um, I think they had a really good connection. It's just so hard because, like, he came in so late. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bummer because I think if he'd been there week one or two. Yep. And then Lisa does something really fun. She gives a breakdown of all of the relationships. If you want to recap that. Or not all of them, but she does talk about like her standouts. She's like, Angela and Brendan will probably leave here engaged. Kit and Alex completely up in the air. And then she's like, Stacey and Mike, no. Like no way in hell are they leaving together. Yeah. And Stacey honestly is having second thoughts as well. Well, Uh, I mean, she should after everything that's like conspired well she's also kind of like we just can't seem to get to a deeper level and he's like always like looking around for like who else can i go on a date with and it's like it's getting too late in the game to be doing that like largely due to him they can't get to a deeper level yeah like she's ready to go and he's kind of like manipulative jerk so one of my favorite quotes from this episode was Angela asked Brendan M if he's falling in love. And he's like, I'm falling into something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's funny because like everyone this week is kind of like buzzing about fantasy suites coming up. And she's like, are you falling in love? He's just like, I'm falling into something. It feels like they have like, a strong, shallow relationship to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. But then we see like this back and forth between Camille and Caitlin just over and over and over like arguing 
And it basically leads to him saying that he doesn't feel supported and then her being like, why do I feel like I'm getting gaslit? Like, I've been supporting you. You haven't been supporting me. He's so antsy. Yeah. And all she wants to do is talk about the real world because they're supposed to be supposedly getting engaged, right? Or leaving in a relationship like or like. Like announcing to the world. You know, that they're going to make a go at it. So, like, last episode, he had asked Caitlin to be his girlfriend, correct? So, she's with the assumption that they're going to go into the real world and be boyfriend and girlfriend. And... Like, she tells Camille this time mm-hmm. they chat. She's basically like, I don't feel like part of the plan, you know? Well, he kept saying, oh, maybe we should just get out of here because I had a really bad experience last time with the end of Paradise and then... Like, the whole hot yeah. seat thing and after the final rose. Like, he doesn't want to go through it again. I mean, Camille's just completely throwing a fit. And then finally he's like, oh, fine. I guess I'll – what are his words? I'll stick around another day. It's like, bro. I'm like, if you're scared of getting a bad edit at the, like, hot seat at the after the final rose, like, you are not setting yourself up for success right here. Well, it's like, do you care about that? Because, like – if you care about that more than your relationship, then you probably shouldn't even be there in the first place with her. I know. It's... You know, like if you care more about how you look in an edit than about the person that you're supposed to be building something with, then that's an issue to me. And he got a crummy edit all season. So obviously. I don't even think it was a crummy edit. I think that's just the way he is. I know. But like if he was concerned about the edit, you think he would have been thinking about what he was doing all season not Although, honestly, they freaking did gun, out the last They were day. gunning for him, though, too. Like, there was a lot of dudes coming Oh, and him. they – I think there probably was some instigation of, yeah. like, trying to get his goat. But... And then also you had a lot of people that weren't associated with the Bachelor franchise before mm-hmm. this. And those people, like, were kind of rude to Bachelor people in a weird way. Like, to me, that's kind of how I look at it. Because it's kind of like they come on and they're like, oh, you're like this thing that's absorbed and like you're less of a person because you've been through you spend most of your time in front of a camera or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you know, so which is like kind of messed up as well. Yes. Um, Because it's like you treat someone like that and then it's they probably will like go more toward that nastiness or whatever. I don't know. It's just an interesting thought. Camille's just leaning into the villainism. Right, yeah. Which, I mean, it probably gets him more followers and probably gets him more money overall. So go him because he gets the airtime. Right, but he should be worried about his genuine happiness, right? Well, yeah, but it's also reality TV. Sure. So you never know. So Ileana this episode starts to kind of crumble a little bit. Her mind is racing about the future. She's kind of like, I need something deeper from Brendan. Am I going to get anything deeper what, how is this going to look in the real world? I pretty much explain their conversations as talking about nothing at all. I, yeah. Because she's basically just like asking him questions and he's like, yeah, I want to do what you want to do. And she says multiple times throughout this episode, every conversation, she's like, I always feel like I'm talking at him because she'll say something. She'll ask a question and he'll be like, well, what do you think? And she, he'll or, be like, well, what do you think? Instead of just being like. Or he'll be like, oh, I agree. Giving his opinion. Yeah. And she's like. So I'm just talking and you're just agreeing. Right. Instead of like giving your opinion and then asking what she thinks, like you just say, well, what do you like? He's always like people pleaser kind of. Yeah. He wants to know what she's thinking so he can just agree with it. 
Do you think that Caitlin and Brendan S. have, like, similar... I know you don't believe in, like, Enneagram or even Myers-Briggs that much, but do you think they're, like, similar types? Well, I think they're more similar than they, like, I think they're more similar than not similar. Like, I think they're, like, sticking together and they have both sim- similar principles, if you will. Mm. Yeah. So they're, I like. I just feel like they're both people that are, like, oh, I want to please my partner. Like, I just want to be with this person. I just want to, like, I want to be agreeable. I want to, like, be the peacemaker. I want to, like, they're both that person. And they kind of give up a lot of their own like opinions and stuff like they never get to give their own opinions and because they're trying to avoid conflict i think brendan's like more turtled in a weird way mm-hmm. and i think that camille's afraid to share certain like well i'm not saying Cam- i'm not saying similar to camille i'm saying similar to caitlin oh like brendan is similar to caitlin i was i thought you were comparing brendan to camille no I feel I like, like they do are kind of similar in that they don't really share anything genuine about themselves. No, I think Caitlin and Brendan have a lot of similar personality types. I don't know because Caitlin's honestly more apt to talk about the future and like her feelings and stuff. She is, but she's she's like a peacemaker who wants to avoid conflict. And yeah, let, Caitlin's and like, a peacemaker. I wouldn't say Brendan's a peacemaker. He's very like. The whole time, though, he just is trying to, like, appease Ileana and all of her opinions. Like, she says something, and he's like, I agree. Because he doesn't right. want to create any kind of conflict. But that, he just I wouldn't wants call it to that, go around. Yeah, I wouldn't call that a peacemaker. I'd call that an avoider. Which, I mean, is those, like, in the Enneagram, like, Enneagram 9 is, like, the people that like to, one, avoid conflict, and two, will be, like, the mediator between people and be like, oh, like, it's okay. See, that's one of the like, reasons why I... I don't agree with those Instagrams and stuff like that is because they box them into these chunky things. I know. And then it's like, I do agree that those things exist within the box, but I don't necessarily think that they're always chunked together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then we move on to the cocktail party. Ileana and Brennan are still chatting about what's best for them on a practical level. Josh grabs Maria so they can grab a drink. He's trying to get that kiss. Yeah. Josh is hustling. And then Karn comes and he's like, oh, I set up this little like mini date for us. And he's like trying for that rose. And then she's like, oh, I really appreciate this effort. Like, oh, Karn's kind of cool. And then Josh comes and interrupts him. And then he gets his kiss. It almost is like (laughs) Maria is similar to Mike in a lot of ways where he's like doing everything he can not to be with Josh. But he'll she'll go with Josh to because it's easy. Right, to further her journey on the on the beach, right? So, but, like, she's looking really to, like, anything that Kern will show her that is, you know, better, better. Yeah. right, to her standards or whatever that is. But it doesn't seem like it really cuts out for Kern. So she kisses Josh and then is like, well, how many people have you kissed now, like, here? And he was like, oh, I've kissed three people. And she's like, well, I don't just go around kissing people. Josh really doesn't seem like the type of person either to do that. I know. I mean, three people on Paradise is not, like, a crazy. Like, he went on dates with those people, and then he kissed them to see if he had a connection. Like, it's not. Like, it wasn't like he was slutting around the beach, like, sleeping with everybody or anything. It was trying to see if he had a connection stronger than his connection with Lisa. 
Right. He kissed Lisa, and I thought that they had, like, a little bit of chemistry, but not really. But he had gone on a a date with Angela, and they had kissed before he even got together with Lisa, right? Like, Angela and Josh kissing was almost like friends kissing. Like, let's see if we have a connection. They kiss, and they go, huh, I like you as a friend. You know, they both agreed. (laughs) And then Angela's like, I want to go back to Brendan. But that was nice. Yeah, Angela and Josh are not a good... I thought they were at the time. Yeah. Because I also wanted Brendan to end up with Maria. Like, they should have just swapped. I don't know. Brendan is a pretty good match for Angela. I mean, the more we see them together, the more I get it. But at that time, I was like, oh, I wish Maria and Brendan were together. And now I'm, like, over it. Yeah. Like, if... I feel like I can relate to Brendan on a lot of aspects. So Mike and Stacey are talking, and he's like, I just wouldn't feel right accepting your rose. And then Stacy goes and tells everyone that they're leaving, but not together. And she's like, so F Mike. And on that note, we are going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsors. I naturally have very dry hair that is a pain in the butt to work with. I feel like products never help. It grows so slow. And that was like the bane of my existence until I found Vegamore. Vegamore is a transformative 100% vegan and holistic approach to hair health that leverages smart botanicals and is clinically proven to promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair. I love Vegamore's Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit and Grow Serum. They all work together to create that visibly thicker hair I was talking about. They improve your hair from the roots. Super easy to use. You massage it in your scalp for like 60 seconds. You rinse it out to your normal wash routine. And then you put the Grow Serum on at the end and you massage it in and you're all done. I also love their overnight mask which you just put on, you put on a little bamboo cap, you wake up in the morning and rinse it out. You have super shiny, healthy hair. All of their products are 100% vegan and cruelty-free and never contain parabens or hormones. I feel like they're always giving back and they give back to you by giving you healthy, beautiful looking hair without harmful chemicals, which is amazing. Vegamore also has a 90-day money back guarantee and even better, 91% of customers say they saw visibly thicker hair with Vegamore in just three months of use. My hair is looking thicker and fuller, and I'm getting my confidence back thanks to Vegamore. Try Vegamore risk-free for 90 days. Trust me, you're going to love them. That's vegamore.com slash batch and use code batch to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash batch, code batch to save 20% at vegamore.com slash batch. Let's be real. I think we can all probably up our fruit and veggie game. I know for me, it is so hard to actually get my veggies in every day. I'm always like, I'm going to eat a salad every day. And it rarely happens. But this year, I want to change that. And that's why I'm keeping my freezer stocked with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest is the easiest way to get more fruits and veggies into my day every day. They have my back with delicious food that's good for me and good for the planet. I had heard about Daily Harvest a few years ago and always associated them with smoothies, but then I found out they also have harvest bowls, they have flatbreads, and it's all built on organic fruits and vegetables, and it's delivered right to your door, which is just super convenient. Um, They have this broccoli cheddar harvest bowl, which, I mean, just by the name of it, you know it's amazing. 
uh, tomato zucchini minestrone soup, tomatillo and pepper flatbread. They have so many options. They are all absolutely delicious. They take literally minutes to prepare, and they never use preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything. And that goes for absolutely everything they have. They have so many delicious options for every time of the day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, snack. Doesn't matter. Daily Harvest has you covered. I personally am a huge fan of bowls. I love when they just like throw everything into a bowl. I can have it for lunch. I can have it for dinner. And it's like, they're just so easy. They are so simple. Daily Harvest is all about preserving and protecting the earth for current and future generations to come. From the recyclable and compostable packaging to investing in organic farming practices and reducing food waste, you can feel good about your choices you are making physically and for the environment. Daily Harvest makes it easy to feel good about what I'm doing for myself and for the planet. Go to dailyharvest.com slash batch report to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash batch report for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash batch report. Welcome back. I guess we have to talk about this rose ceremony, which honestly was very uneventful. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a little bit of stuff that happened. People are kind of panicking at this point. Yeah, so Stacy and Mike had already gone home. And then the one rose that was kind of up in the air was... Josh and Maria's. Josh, Maria, Car, and like that whole like yeah. triangle. She ends up giving it to Josh. I think it was just like the safe choice for her because she was like, well, if it doesn't end this week and it ends next week, Josh is most likely to give me a rose next time. Whereas Karin, like, she doesn't know Karin well enough to know what he's going to do. Um. So, so obviously Karin goes home, which is kind of weird because I was like, well, I don't know if she was like trying to milk Josh for everything that she could or. But I felt like she didn't like. I think she likes Josh enough as like a friend. I don't think there's yeah. anything like romantic with Josh. Maria's the type of person that doesn't know what she wants. Like that she too. just doesn't know. Honestly, like, what she wants. I feel like she kind of wanted Joey, but Joey, like they had gone on a date before and it didn't work out. And then he had already moved on with Vey, and then she's like, well, crap, now I have to find somebody. Oh, Brendan. Oh, but Brendan's already has somebody. Oh, yeah, she wanted Brendan. that whole thing. And Brendan kind of wanted to be with her, too, but I think Angela just kind of, like, monopolized his time. But I do think overall they're a better fit. Just at the time, it seemed, to the viewer, at least, I felt like everyone was like, oh, my gosh, Maria, go to Maria. And then it was like, actually, he probably made the right choice, but... Um, so Jesse does come in and announce a very important thing. Fantasy Suites. He says there will not be another rose ceremony. However, Fantasy Suites will be on the table. So he's basically like you can choose if you wanted to go to the Fantasy Suites or not. Because they can choose to go to the Fantasy Suite and then go to the last rose ceremony. They can choose not to go to the Fantasy Suite, still go to the rose ceremony, or they can choose to just leave. Right. So everyone is kind of, like, feeling things out. Alex and Kit, it's so weird because I feel like we haven't seen them all season. And then they have this conversation, and she's like, I need to learn to love myself more before I can love somebody else. And then he's like, I appreciate you. Talking about Kit and and Alex. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I agree with you. And they just choose to leave. And you're like, we haven't seen you all season. And then, like, that? Like, I was like, I guess you guys didn't have a strong connection. Hmm. Uh, now, one relationship I do want to talk about is Ileana and, and Brendan. So, Ileana asks Brendan 
a question and he like spaces out. Yeah. He does this all the time to her. And then he and then somehow they like decide to go to fantasies, but it was just really weird because he was like, like, where are you, bro? Like Well, and she literally says she's like He was like on autopilot. He's like I just gotta get to fantasy suites. Yeah. And she said, We can go to fantasy suites, but it's not gonna be like sexy time. It's going to be having difficult conversations and not in front of camera time. Is basically what she said. Which is, as a man, is not what you want to hear. Well, she didn't say it wasn't going to be sexy time, but she was like, we are going to fantasy suites to have difficult conversations. That's Surprised what we are doing Surprised he didn't just start there. crying. He just starts breaking out and crying. Why? Why is this happening <laughs> to like, me? Be like, I did everything right. I did everything. Everything you wanted. <laughs> so then we also have Camille, who just keeps bringing up the past over and over and over. And they argue and argue and argue, and then they still decide to go to fantasy suites. They decide to do it, yeah. I'm I think like, he might be slightly – they actually both might be slightly abusive because he's like, stop pressuring me. And she's like, I'm going to pressure you because I deserve it because I'm standing up for myself. I think they just have completely opposite, like, conversation – like, their conversational compatibility, like, their language compatibility, their, like, love language compatibility, like – None of it matches. And they're just like conflict after conflict after conflict. Yeah. So and, yeah. Josh and Maria decide to go their separate ways right after this whole rose ceremony. I'm not surprised. I mean. Based on how much she overreacted. Not overreacted, but how strongly she felt about, you know, the person that she wanted to be with kissing another person. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, you know, if you're dating around. I I mean, I didn't do this when I was dating around, but I know that with Tinder, because I didn't mm. use Tinder or anything, I know that people a lot of times will be dating, like, three or four people at a time. Yeah. So, like, if you're dating around in the real life, chances are the person you're dating or going on a date with has probably kissed two or three people within a, within the week that you're... Or month, even. Like, whatever. Right. Like... You know, chance. I'm just saying, like, you're the percentage. You just don't have to hear about it. Yeah, exactly. So, so something that was kind of weird is they showed this conversation during this episode with Lisa and Connor, and they were basically like, "Oh, I love getting to know you. We had such a great date. Like, everything is going so well." Oh yeah. And they left it off, and I thought they were going to the fantasy suite. I thought they were had a really good connection. They just weren't there anymore. And I was like, "Was that a breakup chat that didn't seem like a breakup chat?" They yeah. just, we never saw them again. I don't know if they just didn't have enough. They didn't have enough time. Footage or time or, yeah. It shouldn't be that much. I don't know. I think the editors kind of like got a little lazy right there. They're like, everyone knows they're not going to end up together. Connor's been there a week or less. Like, Well, it's kind of the editor's job to make you think that there's a possibility there. So I thought there was a possibility. I was like, ooh, they're going to fantasy yeah. suites. And then it was like, where did they go? Right. They're gone. <laughs> right. So they made us think of something and then they, it didn't happen. So I don't know what happened there. Yeah. I'd be curious. But Brendan M. does tell Angela he's falling in love with her because, you know, earlier in the episode, he was like, I'm falling into something. And then he said he was falling in love with her and they decided to go to fantasy suites. I don't know if it was like a play for him to be like, I love you. Let's go to fantasy suites. Or if it was like he actually felt it at that exact time. Like, I think that. Brandon is the type of person that, like, takes love kind of seriously. Yeah. And 
I think that he doesn't necessarily even believe that you fall into love or out of love. Like Brendan's the type of person to honestly like try to try his best to love all living things, you know, kind of like that. Well, he's like, so in a way he's like, I do love you because like, you know, I love every living thing if I can help it, you know, but then also he's trying to reciprocate, you know, and she's kind of like a loose cannon in a lot of ways. Like, with her love like it's like very like like everywhere like it's like very widespread and mm-hmm. just like in your face you know yeah. and he's like kind of well like we're i feel like she's moving a little fast for him but he's keeping up you know in a weird way so this is all it. just based on our interpretation of the editing yeah it's hard because it's like we're just going off of what the editors yeah exactly so then caitlin and camille are arguing again and i read that they could both benefit from therapy i also i think it was camille was like i feel like this is a prank or something like i woke up today and you weren't the same person that i knew yesterday and then she's like i feel like i'm being gaslit like they're going back and forth like she's like he why, was definitely gaslighting Why is he her. making me feel like I'm crazy, but he's like, but she was you're also, not the person that I loved yesterday. You Now you're doing this and you're flipping things around. And it's so hard with editing because we don't see the full conversations. We don't see the full argument. Like, like we're seeing bits and him. pieces. Yeah. And it's like she may have been saying really like, like rough things that were instigating and they wanted to give her the better edit of the two. Yeah. But they both look bad. Yeah, it does. They both look equally as bad. It's like she may have been like, you know, pointing a finger at him being like, you don't do this. You don't give me this. And that right there is like instigation. So They make her look like a weak victim. Yeah. And they make him look like an a-hole. And it's like. she's not weak and he's kind of an a-hole, I guess. But like they may be exaggerated, like showing specific things he said, but not saying the, like showing the other side. And it's just like, they are toxic together. I think the editor team was really confused about what to do with that with that couple yeah so and they were trying to like get the most they're like and kit and alex we didn't know what to do with it all so we just didn't yeah like i didn't even <laughs> really understand what i thought like if i don't see somebody for i weeks? just assume that like they're just having an amazing time and they're perfect together you know what i mean like, like i just assume, go right to that assumption like everything's all kosher in well, that land brendan and eliana we didn't see for weeks right and then all yeah. of a sudden she had like the conflict like oh like, are we ready for this? Whereas, like, Kit and Alex, they had the great date, and then they just disappeared. And then they're like, oh, we need to love ourselves more. Bye. Yeah. I never saw them it's together, like, so I wonder if they weren't I saw together. them together all the time in the background. They okay. were always hanging out. They always had their arms around each other. They were always chatting. But, yeah. like, you never saw them. I wonder if he just doesn't talk that much. And so, like, there wasn't a lot there. Um, Maybe it was just the fact that she, like... She said, she's like, I don't know if I'm ready to commit to a relationship outside of this. I don't know if I'm ready for a long-term relationship. Like, Our maybe, data probably don't live close together. I didn't even look at that. Probably not. She was probably just like, you know, this was nice. I really like you. But realistically, this isn't going to work outside. Like, Yeah. And that's So fine. out of the people that went to Fantasy Suites, which ones do you think? Well, we can't talk about Fantasy Suites yet because that was all included in the finale. Oh, yeah. So we will talk to you tomorrow to wrap up the Fantasy Suites, the last rose ceremony, and then the after the final rose, with, or roses, I guess you could say, because it's paradise. Um, and we will do a little catch up about where people are now and who's still together. All right. Ciao.